The Productive Woman, Episode 303. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast about productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Well, welcome and thank you for joining me. This week, we're going to talk about taking a pause at this mid-year time to evaluate where we are and where we want to go. You'll find more information and links in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 303. This episode is brought to you by The Productive Woman Mastermind. Are you a busy woman who dreams of making a life that matters? Do you often, maybe always, find yourself at the bottom of your own to-do list? Do you have a project in mind that you're passionate about, but just don't know where to start or what to do next to get the ball rolling? Do you ever wish you had someone to come alongside you, brainstorm solutions with you, encourage you to keep taking steps toward accomplishing the things you care about most? Do you feel like you're the only one struggling to get it all done? Well, the good news is you are not alone. There are other women like you, women who want to accomplish those important goals and make a life that truly matters as they define it. Women who want to encourage you, brainstorm solutions to the challenges you face and benefit from your insight and input into their own projects and challenges. That is why I formed the Productive Woman Mastermind several years ago, and I haven't done any for the last um, uh, several months, but I am launching new groups or a new group this fall, this September. Now, a Productive Woman Mastermind group, if you haven't heard me talk about it before, this is a small group, just five women plus me as the facilitator, who meet via Zoom one hour a week to share goals and challenges, brainstorm those solutions, encourage each other and hold each other accountable. Those who have participated in the past tell me the investment was worth every penny they spent in the support, the ideas, the encouragement they received, the relationships they built, and the progress they've made on their most treasured goals. There is at least one group that of a productive woman mastermind, a small group of women who met several years ago in a mastermind, and they have continued to meet every month and support and encourage each other, which is my favorite thing that has happened in this community. As I said, I'm launching a new group coming up this fall, and I would like to invite you to consider being a part of it. You can visit theproductivewoman.com slash mastermind to learn more, including hearing some audio feedback from women like you who found the mastermind group worthwhile. That's the theproductivewoman.com slash mastermind. All right, let's get into this week's topic. As I'm recording this, we have just finished the first half of 2020 and have turned the corner into the second half. And I don't know about you, but it has been a year unlike any other I've experienced in my time on the planet. And at this midpoint of the year, I've been thinking a lot about that and about you. And I've been wondering, how are you feeling right now? 
How have things gone for you this first half of this year? Are things going well? Or are you and your family struggling, whether emotionally, physically, financially? For me, the events of the first half of 2020 have been disoriented. If I had to choose a word, that's the one it would be, disorienting. It has thrown me off a little bit. All the the things that have happened, you know, the obvious big things uh, that we're still dealing with, the pandemic and, and those sorts of things. If you've listened for very long, you know we were in the midst of planning our younger daughter's wedding when the pandemic hit. And literally three days before her wedding, our state governor announced that initial shutdown of gatherings and venues and we had to scramble to figure out what to do next. And that's just one example of what's happened um, and how it's affected me and how I felt very disoriented and, and have at times honestly struggled to sort of figure out a path forward with so much uncertainty and uh, so many things going on. And at this mid-year point, I thought it would be a good time to pause, to reflect, and maybe regroup. This is actually something I do every year uh, at the middle of the year. And for me, it's even more important this year. Uh, as a matter of fact, we talked about this concept of a mid-year review several years ago in episode 95, and I'll put a link to that in the show notes if you want to check it out. As I said then... A mid-year review is my way of pausing to make sure I'm on the right track for the year while there's still time to kind of adjust my course if necessary. It's my time, it's a chance to pause and figure out am I heading in the direction of accomplishing the things that are important to me by the end of the year. It's a chance to regain focus and awareness So one of the things I do is review my goals, which helps me to evaluate where I am, where my intention is focused. It's, as you know, so easy to get lost in just getting from one day to the next and sort of lose sight of the longer term objectives we have in mind. Taking the time to do a mid-year review gives me a little bit of time to refocus if I need to. It also gives me the opportunity to evaluate or reevaluate my goals, asking myself, do, do my goals still make sense or do I need to adjust my goals or my strategy or both? And of course, it gives me that chance to get back on track. If I've gotten sidetracked, I can look at everything again and focus on why I set those goals in the first place. Where is it that I want to go? What do I need to change or adjust so that I end the year uh, in a way that I feel good about? So that's the purpose for me of doing that mid-year review. And the process is pretty straightforward. If uh, Again, if you want a little more specifics, check out episode 95, where I kind of went into the process in a little more detail, or at least the process I use. Uh, but the basic gist of it is to carve out a little time when you can kind of be quiet and do some thinking. And just sit down with a pen and a paper and a cup of something to drink or a snack or whatever. And then you're going to take a look back over the first half of the year, 
followed by a look forward over what's coming in the next six months. And so let's talk about that. Again, I'm not going to go into real detail into the process that I use. You can find that in episode 95. But the, the idea of that look back, um, so we're in July as I'm recording this, just getting into July. And so I look back over what happened January through June. And not just the things that happened in the world, although that's obviously important, it had an impact on what happened to me personally, especially this year. But I always try to start with what went well. And that may feel like a hard question to ask, uh, given what we've all been experiencing this year. But I, I want to start with a positive mindset. And so for me, what I may do is get my calendar out and look back over, you know, things that happened to try to jog my memory about events and activities that took place in those first six months. Uh, I may look at my journal and kind of flip through pages and ask myself, what went well? What, what do I feel good about? What, what worked? If you, if you want to put it that way. And for me, one of the things as I've been thinking about this is, um, you know, what went well is I, my system for producing episodes of this podcast has gone well. I think, uh, I mean, you'll tell me whether the topics have been useful, but I have a system in place and uh, support in getting the episodes done. And I feel good about the fact that I've been able to continue despite all the upheaval and the things, you know, a wedding and a kid going back to school and uh, all the things that have happened. Uh, I've been able to consistently put out an episode every Wednesday morning for this, this last six months. So that's something that went well on that same theme. And again, in starting, uh, with the positive, what can you celebrate? Even in the, you know, the, the most trying times there, we, if we look for it, we can find something to be thankful for something that we can celebrate and be, be, you know, happy about. And so for us, one thing we can celebrate is that although it wasn't the, the dream wedding we had been planning at a beautiful venue and with, with guests coming from all over the country. The fact is, on the day in question, our daughter was able to marry the man she loves in a small ceremony in our home. And she was beaming all day long. And she has memories that she wouldn't, I, I think she would say she wouldn't trade for anything. So we can celebrate that. I can celebrate in this first six months, reaching episode 300 and reaching that sixth year anniversary or what we in the podcasting world call the potiversary of the productive woman. I'm, I'm celebrating that. I talked about it the last couple of episodes. Uh, that's something I can celebrate. I um, can certainly be thankful for, uh, and I am incredibly grateful for the fact that as of right now, my family, my extended family are healthy and well and safe. And so that's something I can celebrate. And so I always try to start in this mid-year review with those positive 
things? What am I thankful for? What went well? What has been working? What can I celebrate from this past six months? And then from there, I can go into kind of more evaluation. So one of the questions maybe to ask yourself, what I will ask myself, what did you plan to do that didn't happen? And why didn't it happen? You know, is there something you had in mind to do during this first six months that you didn't do, that didn't happen, a a goal you intended to accomplish, a trip you were going to take, a a project you were going to complete that didn't happen, and why didn't it happen? And in this scenario, you know, in 2020, it's really easy for any of the things that maybe we had planned to do that didn't happen. The easy answer might be, well, because coronavirus came. But I would encourage you to dig a little deeper than that. What about if the obvious immediate answer to why you didn't accomplish something or that you had planned to do Uh, if the obvious answer is, or the immediate answer is the COVID-19 or the coronavirus pandemic, what about it interfered with you accomplishing it? Because I, I, and it may be something as simple as well, because they closed down, you know, wedding venues or they closed down travel. And I had planned, you know, I had planned a, not me, but maybe you planned a big trip this year and it didn't happen because you couldn't travel. We weren't allowed to travel. Uh, But for me, if I'm honest with myself, a couple of the things that I'm thinking of that I had in mind to do that haven't happened so far because of the pandemic, the deeper reason is my ability to focus And my ability to sort of stay on task suffered because of the distractions. We've talked about this in several episodes over the last couple of months. I think a lot of us are feeling that way. Uh, Worry about the people we love, worry about what's going on in the world, um, worry about our job security, our economic security, our health, any of those sorts of things can be very distracting And for me, in many cases, they have been, although I haven't had anyone close to me get ill with this virus, still concerns about what's going on in our society and in the world and in my law practice and all of these sorts of things have been a distraction for me that have, I don't know, I don't know if it's that my motivation is less or just my, um, You know, I've had to work really hard to sort of overcome uh, discouragement, worry, those sorts of things that get in the way. And so maybe, maybe you're experiencing something similar that has made it difficult for you to sort of buckle down and do this thing, whatever this project was that you wanted to do. Does that mean there's something wrong with you or with me? No, it's just you know, as we've talked about in some recent episodes, it's normal when situations like this happen, they distract us and there are things we can do to sort of manage our minds and get our focus back where it needs to be. And one of those things we can do is this mid-year review where we become very aware of what is standing between us and those things we want to accomplish. And then we can take intentional action 
to move forward. But sometimes as we think about whatever it is that you wanted to do, you planned to do in this first six months that hasn't happened yet, maybe we want to step back and say, do I still want to do that thing? Do I want to try again? Or do I want to rethink my plan? Because for a lot of us, the things that have happened have really caused us to rethink what's most important to us. And it's okay to reevaluate, rethink, and reconsider how I want to move forward. So looking at what hasn't happened yet is not an invitation to beat yourself up over it or to feel bad about not accomplishing your goals, whatever it might be, whether it's professional or personal relationships, whatever. I'm not inviting you to, you know, criticize yourself for that, but just to give yourself a, an honest but compassionate evaluation of what you had in mind to do that hasn't happened yet and why that is. You know, part of the question there is, have the events, big picture or in your personal life of the first half of 2020, changed your perspective or your plans at all? For many of us, it has. For a lot of us, our priorities have become clearer. We have have really homed in on what matters most to us and thinking about that and journaling on about some of those sorts of things is how we can take some good out of what has been a very difficult situation for most of us for the last several months and uh, lay a foundation for moving forward in a positive direction. So those are just some of the questions that I've, I'm asking myself as I'm doing this sort of mid-year review and that I would invite you to, to consider as well. There's something uh, really worthwhile about writing these questions down and then kind of journaling your answers to, again, just get that clear view of where you have come this year, what, what has happened as you look back over the first half of the year, how do you feel about it? Um, what good has come of it? What are you celebrating? What are you thankful for? Uh, do you want to reevaluate and re, you know, retool your plan a little bit? After you finish with that look back, the next step for a mid-year review is to look forward, to look at the six months remaining in this year. Keep in mind, if there's something that you wanted to accomplish that hasn't happened yet, we still have as much of the year left as we have spent so far. We're in that sort of tipping point of the year where we've still got another six months. And so thinking about what you glean from your review of the past six months, look forward and think about where you want to be six months from now. At the end of the year, when you, you know, lay your head on your pillow on New Year's Eve, where do you want to be at that point? How do you want to feel for the next six months? Where do you want to be at the end of the year? I think we we need to ask ourselves that question. I have struggled with feeling anxious and a little agitated over the last several months just because of all that's going on. I don't want to keep feeling that way. And one of the things that I am most grateful for is the lessons I have learned 
about the fact that I can control my own thinking. I can choose how I feel by choosing what I focus on. And so if I'm thinking about how I want to feel for the next six months, I want to feel at peace with myself and with other people. Um, I want to feel, continue to feel grateful. I want to feel um, encouraged and optimistic And by the end of the year, there are certain things I would like to have accomplished. And so I, as I'm working through my mid-year review process, that's what I'm thinking about now. What do I want to do with the six months that are left of this year, of this extraordinary year that we've all experienced? Some amazing things that have happened, some difficult things. There's you know, more to come. And what do I want to do with the rest of these this year? It is easy in circumstances like we've been experiencing to feel anxious, to feel like things are out of our control, to feel that uncertainty that comes with not knowing how long will this continue? How long will it be before things get back to normal and what's normal going to look like? Those are the questions lots of people are thinking about right now. And, um, it, it's easy to get discouraged when you feel like I can I have no control over that. I don't know what's going to happen. How can I do anything? And it would be very easy to just give up and say, well, I, I can't plan anything because who knows what's going to happen two weeks from now, much less over the next six months. I, I will admit I've been there. I have to have conversations with myself about the fact that, okay, I can't control what's going on out in the world. I can't control a lot of things. But the way you I keep going, and maybe this will help you too, is to find those things that you can control. And we've talked about some of those things about kind of getting back on track and kind of getting our mind focused on the right things. And there are little things in our life that we can control. And maybe it's something as simple as, you know, finding a, a inspiring book to read a few pages from or a few paragraphs from each day to sort of get your mind on the right track. Uh, for me, when I feel like the world's kind of out of control and I, it's it's sending me on that spiral of what's the point of trying anything, I don't know what whether I'm going to be able to continue or not. If if you have as as I have at times been struggling to stay focused and get things done. Uh, for me, what's helpful is to simply choose one area of my of my life or my home or my workspace to assert a little control over. Find one area to tidy and purge and clean, or uh, you know. Ex- assert a little control over my health and well-being by deciding I'm going to go for a walk today or I'm going to call a friend today. I'm going to reach out to somebody. Find something that you can control and take those small steps to move forward. I spent some time this past weekend cleaning out a couple of cupboards in my home office here uh, that had just kind of gotten piled up as 
I'd toss things in there when I was focused on other things and sorted through some papers to get rid of. And I, it made me feel a lot better to have that area tidied up, dusted, cleaned, you know, just orderly again. Maybe that's not the thing for you, but find something that you can assert a little control with. If that's been an issue for you, if you've struggled to stay focused and have felt like things are out of control, find that small area that you can uh, assert some control over. Choose a goal to pursue over the next, um, you know, the coming months that is something you can control. Uh, you know, maybe in your professional life, you do not have control over when you can go back to work in your regular workplace. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying to think of something like that, but what can you control about, uh, about your work environment or your, your progress in your career, even with the circumstances that we're dealing with. Find a goal that is something you can control, a process goal, a step you can take, actions that you can take that, that aren't dependent on what's happening around you. On the other hand, maybe you have, you've, you know, you're feeling strong and on top of things, you're making good progress and uh, moving forward on your goals. I have friends who are there, who are accomplishing things and using this time to sort of revamp certain areas of their life and really make progress. And I think that's great. If you are one of those people, one of the things that maybe you can do is to reach out to someone you know, who is maybe struggling to cope. I think we have to be very intentional about connection right now because we are required to s separate ourselves physically and that can lead to feelings of isolation and, and disconnection. But if you are um, doing well, if things are, are, are going well for you and you've got some ideas about how to proceed and how to progress in your goals, share what you're learning, what you have learned, share that optimism and that courage and that strength with people around you. And I encourage you to, to think about the people around you who maybe are having a little bit harder time and, and just reach out and check in on your friends. Basically, as I've said before, before I leave my mid-year review, I make sure that I've answered three kind of significant questions. First of all, what are the two or three things that I want to complete before the end of the year? And I'm not trying to do everything in the world, just two or three things that I want to make sure I do that are important to me, that I'm going to build time into my schedule going forward for the next six months to accomplish that. And I, before I finish my mid-year review process, I have written those two or three things down. The second thing is how am I going to accomplish them? What needs to happen? Who am I going to ask for help? What resources do I need? I will have brainstormed some answers to those kinds of questions um, before I finish this process. And the third question is, what am I going to take off the table or defer to next year to help me focus on those two or three things? Uh, part of the review process is to just be real honest 
and clear with yourself about what matters most to me for the next six months. What am I going to shuffle around to make sure that I have the time and the energy and the attention to devote to those two or three things that I've identified. As I said, episode 95, if you go back there, I go into the process in a little more detail. I, I find this a very worthwhile and helpful process. Uh, but I would love to know what you think about this. Do you do a mid-year review? If so, I'd love it if you would share your process, maybe share a goal that you're going after for the second half of the year that we could encourage you on and help support you in. You can share your thoughts on this in the comment section of the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 303, or post a comment or question on the Productive Woman Facebook page. If you're a member of the Productive Woman Community Facebook group, um, that's a great place to, to continue this conversation. I love seeing the, the questions being asked. We're going to be scheduling a video chat again in the next few weeks. We did one earlier this spring where we just, whoever wanted to, could jump into a Zoom call and talk about how things are going, share ideas, encourage each other. And uh, I, I thought it was wonderful. I really enjoyed talking with the ladies who were part of that. I think we're planning to do another one of those. So I would, I make that available primarily to the women who are in the Productive Woman Community Facebook group. So if you're a woman who listens to this podcast and you're not yet a member of that Facebook group, please join us there. Go to the productivewoman.com slash uh, group, I think it is. And, uh, and just click on the join button. Be sure to answer. There's two or three questions there that I ask you to answer just to help me know that you really are a listener to the podcast and that you're coming to be a part of a community. And then we can continue that conversation there. And that's where I will announce the day and time and the link for our little Zoom call uh, here in the next few weeks. So be sure to check that out. If you prefer to share your thoughts about a mid-year review or your goals or anything else with me privately, you can always email your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. And I watch those emails. I respond as quickly as I can. I love hearing from you and it's important to me. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Don't forget to let me know if you're interested in joining a small group of like-minded women to share that mutual support, ideas, encouragement, and accountability in a productive woman mastermind group starting in September. You can visit theproductivewoman.com slash mastermind to learn more. And after you've looked at that, you'll, you, on that page, you'll also find the link for a short online application if you're interested in um, perhaps participating. Uh, filling out that application does not obligate you. It just uh, gives me some information to evaluate whether you're, I think you're going to be a good fit. And then I send you more information and you can decide at that time if you want to commit uh, to a group. 
Uh, once you've done that, you can feel free to email me at laura at theproductivewoman.com if you have questions after you've reviewed that page. But I would say that um, group, the group is already starting to fill up. And so if this is something that you think would help you in pursuing your goals for the remainder of the year, uh, check out theproductivewoman.com slash mastermind sooner rather than later and let me know you're interested. I think that's it for this episode of The Productive Woman. As always, I am so grateful to you for spending this time with me. I hope you felt like it was worthwhile. I would love to hear from you and get your feedback and your thoughts. And I look forward to talking with you again very, very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter.